I suppose it's not about what you do. It's not about avoiding getting offended because we can't avoid ever getting offended. It's what we do after we get offended and what people say to us after we get offended. And if we can go and challenge our own selves, like, what about me is bothered by this and am I really bothered by this? Sure. Like, they call that in some of the therapeutic modalities that I work with in social work school, checking the facts. Mm. And, like, checking if the things that are that are stimulating you are congruent with your reaction, right? Because, like, if you, if you go through... Oh, they'll, they'll survive that sound, baby. <laughs> if you go through, like, something that happens, there's this thing called, like, the ABC. So you have, like, the action. Mm-hmm. And then... And then your immediate uh, behavior, mm-hmm. or res- like you immediately feel a thing, and then yeah. you then you react to the behavior, and then there's the consequence of the behavior. Sure. And like I think what's important in the culture paradigm we live in right now is stopping for a second before reacting. Mm-hmm. Just taking a second. You to have like, to. Some people don't, but no, no, but to. but you I know, have to sometimes. It, no, all of us, myself, I have, I. You, you know, you know me off record. Like, I'm. I can be hot headed. I can be. Uh, I can be. I can run hot, but not everyone that knows me knows I run hot, or they know that I'm working on it because I really try to work on taking in something and not immediately responding and trying to work within myself what I'm going through. Sure, and that I think is really missing from like this knee-jerk culture we live in right now where everything is about how you feel right now mm-hmm. and not about how you might feel tomorrow or how this might sit with you oh by the way marcus do you like movies yes i do this is zebras in america episode 105 yes nice um you know at when when this episode is recorded, but probably not when it's released, because we'll probably release this Friday. Um, so this episode will be coming out on Friday. You just released your best of, not yeah. best of, a... a, a it's, it's a little, I know, because I, I struggle with that too. It, it is, it's a best of slash personal favorite of the decade, it's which, common, which all of these lists are, even ones... I'm just being, I, even my little intro, I wrote that. I just think a lot of times people don't own it up front. They're just like, yeah. these are the best of the decade. And well, then when it's a terrible list and people are like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, these are my opinion. Then you should have said yeah. that from the get-go. And so so uh, mine's a mix of both. I call yours a commentary. Did you read um, Fun fun Fact Guys? Uh, I, I wrote one too. Yeah. We're going to be putting that up. Because basically, I, yeah, check out my list. And then it's, soon it's I'm awesome. going to put up Scott's list. Then you guys can digest it. And then we're gonna do an episode. We're gonna do an episode on it. it, and and it's not like it necessarily spoil anything because the format of how we're gonna do the show doesn't even necessarily line up with the list because mine isn't necessarily it's sixty movies, but it's not a one through sixty. But for the episode, I'm gonna at least rank ten. Yeah, and then I'm gonna have a couple more honorable mentions, so it'll be even more formatted. So don't so don't it's don't, actually, don't worry about it. It's actually gonna be really fun, and what's what's fun is if is the list I put together. Before even talking to Marcus, was is different than the list that Marcus put together. So we had sure. we sure. we were just both working with like a list of like, 
both of us were talking about like, oh, I have all these movies, and our lists are different and similar. Yeah, which is which I think should be the point. Yeah, and then that I think that's going to be the fun part is seeing your list, seeing my list, and having uh, an unpacking of that. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm still as as good, really good as this decade was. I still feel weird that like some of the filmmakers that I live by. There's not one Haneke movie, not one Michael Mann movie, only one Claire Denis movie. But then, like, the previous decade, that would have been very yeah. different. Like, all of those guys would have been represented multiple, multiple times. But I mean, there were, <coughs> Bastards was almost on my list. Really? Wow. Yeah, I oh. like Bastards, but then okay. I liked it less as I got over. Mm. Did, you, did you read the foreword I wrote yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, well, I sent it to you, like, not that long ago. Yeah. But I basically talk about the fact that, like, Things that I was really hot on two years ago, I might not be as hot on now. True. And I think it. I think it's also telling that, you know, you're a Michael Mann stan. You're a Claire Denis stan. Very and then, much. But you're 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 the classic stan where you aren't going to put movies on there just because they were made. No, no, no. Like Black Hat wasn't bad, but is it a is it a movie no. of the decade? No, and no. I say that so confidently. It's, <clears throat> it's funny too. You say you bring those two up. Well, I brought them up, but you brought them up again, and you brought up Bastards because at the New York Film Festival Q and A, Claire Denis said verbatim, uh, "I wanted to make a movie like Michael Mann when she made Bastards," and that actually, oh. that that made me appreciate Bastards even more because like wow, one of my favorite filmmakers wanted to emulate another one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, so I just think, like, it is what it is. And, yeah. and you know, filmmakers go through ebbs and flows and yep. impulses. Um, so we have, a little, we have a little fan mail. Cool. Oh, you, you ever smoke PCP? No, not yet. Hi, Doug. Um, you guys are going to sit at the same table, by the way, at my wedding. Please don't do that. No, it, what do you mean? No, it's happening. Uh... I don't. I don't we're, know. We're going over the table arrangements now, actually. Okay, well that's going to be a funny thing. Yeah, interesting. You, Doug, Nova, and Tume. I'm trying to think who else is. is uh, whatever. But that'd be a cool. That'd be a cool table. Hi, Collide. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alan Eleven. Oh, hey, former guest. Yes, asked. In one of the episodes, we were talking about. That I like uh, DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. And they asked if I could recommend some. So these are ones that I enjoy and are worth watching. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, Batman Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. All-Star Superman. New Frontier. Justice League Dark. Batman Red Hood. Batman Son of Drac- Batman. The Batman and Dracula, Teen Titans Judas Contract, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern First Flight, and Superman Batman Apocalypse. Okay, cool. Mask of the Phantasm is the only one. These were all the animated ones. Correct. Yeah, so Mask of the Phantasm, I know that's really good. Yeah, I mean, I know that Alana already knows that one and that it's good, but I figure for anyone that that is, is interested in my thoughts, those are the ones that I think are... Either good, great, interesting, or at the very least worth watching. Sure. We got an email from Spencer. All right. Um, 
the the topic Mahamat Salaharun. Sub zebras, happy to hear that Marcus's health scare is over. Keep on keeping on. Just finished your Joanna Hogg episode. I haven't seen any of her films yet, but have the souvenir is coming up in my Netflix DVD queue. Yes, I still use it. I love the selection. You're not alone. A lot of people still use the DVD feature of Netflix because if you like DVDs, there's a lot of things that streaming doesn't have yet. Mm-hmm. Are there streaming options that come with the making ofs and the deleted scenes? And Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know Hulu's got a couple of little things, but otherwise, not not that I know of. I've never checked. I don't know. I know it's, who, not, like, it's not just oh, the quality that. of the film that the, the Blu-rays and the 4Ks and stuff that are yeah. nice. It's also the other things that you might like. Absolutely. So you're... While you are special, Spencer, you are not the only one that still does Netflix DVD. Your talk about Hog Style reminds me of my favorite living filmmaker, Mahamat Salaharun from Chad. Oh, a screaming man, and oh, he's 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 good. Uh, fun, fun fact: mm-hmm. Chad is one of the ten countries that has only four letters. Wow. Oh wow, cool. Chad. Mm-hmm. Iraq, Iran, Peru, Cuba, Togo, Laos. <laughs> I usually have all these very easy. Mali. Oh, right. Um, did I say Peru? Yes. Cuba, Iraq, yes. Iran, mm-hmm. Chad, mm-hmm. Mali. Mm-hmm. Oman. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the last one, but oh, Fuji. No, nice. I, mean, I didn't know. Fiji, excuse me. Wasn't that impressive? Yeah. I did that all at the top. Um, but yeah, the use of wide shot with minimal to no movement. Important information hidden in the background via radio and TV. Borrowing some style from Ozu. And they're around I'm the same age. Harun's African films are explicitly political but focused on the commoner and how the political situation directly affects them whilst being simple stories about people and their family. If you guys haven't seen his films, start with Abouna, There's a Jarmer Stranger Than Paradise poster in one scene, or Screaming Man. I've been on Flixwise Canada a few times talking about his work, so I'm a bit biased. Also, thank you introducing me to your old Drew. Can't stop playing Babushka. Hi, Doug. Nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, we can't. I, I played Babushka for a bunch of people who were like, "What's some good rap that's like fun?" And it was like, "Listen to this song." Yeah, and and also, you just sent you just told me to check out the new Wiki album. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, it is. It is. Oof, oofy, oofy, oofy. Yeah, I took my parents to see a Screaming Man. Uh, when uh, when uh, two thousand eight, ah. two thousand. Yeah, I was playing a film for him. Ah. <laughs> There's some screaming in the movie, but it's not like that. Okay. It's very sad. I'm sure it's it sad is. screaming. I um yeah, my parents I mean my dad's a little different, but my mom <clears throat> was very much like, Oh, any movie that's black she'll like. And there's a lot of a lot of those movies aren't good. So any opportunity I had to take my parents because my parents only lived in Connecticut, so they weren't far, so they could just you know, they were like an hour away from New York City. So yeah, like a screaming man, killer of sheep, took him to the New York Film Festival to see uh Black Venus, uh, Bamako, Abdurrahim Sisasko's African. So I, I, I tried to open my parents up to some. There's, there, there's, there's more than like you know Tyler Perry and Albert Duvernay. No disrespect to Albert Duvernay too much. That's all I'm saying. 
Do you know Tyler Perry has a really big movie studio? It's huge. I never... <laughs> I've yet to ever hear anyone say his movies are good, but that movie studio is pretty big. That's all I hear. He's like the master P of directors. Growing up, I never heard anyone say... I know people from the South do like his music, but generally it's always, gotta respect the hustle. Man, he came from nothing. To, like, fine. I do respect, but is the product good? I hate that shit. I really do. But anyway. Yeah. I do know I was, I recently watched the movie Greta. Oh, yeah, duh. Right? Okay. <coughs> did you see Greta? Yes, I did. Did you regret it? Oh, okay. Any more emails? Um, but I, I was reading in, in the write-up that it, it lost to the final Medea film. They came out on the same week. Uh. And the 12th or the 11th Medea film won out. Understandable. Over, I get it. Over Greta. I get it. I'll say it was no The Crying Game. <laughs> Careful. Greta, not Medea. Oh, okay. Jesus. What? How was my mind not going to go there? I didn't. I Greta is the same director as The Crying Game. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying, I was comparing Greta to The Crying Game. I'm not going to say why I was comparing the two movies I compared. Every, anyone knows <laughs> what you're doing. It's fine. Oh, okay. You, we can't control how our brain reacts. That's true. Uh, we can control what we do with those thoughts true bill scurry says bill title back catalog he might not be at your table at your table at my wedding why because there might not be room i have to split i have to disperse people split so me we'll with see. bill so i don't have to sit next to doug that's messed oh shit doug you hear that that's <laughs> fucked up no i'm just joking i'm just i'm, I'm really awkward in real life it's gonna be weird We'll work. We'll work it out, Dougie baby. You, you got this. <laughs> I think Doug's fine. You tell. I don't think Doug has a problem. In the early aughts, did anyone ever go to you, baby? Cause I'm a Doug. Anyway, zebras. As if you haven't altered my viewing habits enough, I did a very atypical thing and watched a movie. For... <laughs> I was trying to do a nice Bill Scurry impression. That's not. It doesn't sound like Bill at all. Really? No. I thought you were just being silly. No, that was like me really trying to... I guess I shouldn't become a voice actor. No. I was trying to... Your Martin Kessler is pretty good. As if you haven't altered my viewing habits enough. I did a a very atypical thing and watched a movie far outside the gamut of my usual tastes, which seemed irresistible based upon your enthusiasm. Do you want to guess what movie that is? The Souvenir. No, but I think he had... No, because I think he was seeing that already. Oh, okay. The Hourglass Sanatorium. Nice! Okay. In my times on the program as a guest, I've done my best to convey that I'm a linear, literal guy who thrives inside order. I wasn't anticipating being able to grok. That is a term from Stranger in a Strain Plant. Mm -hmm. It means to understand, Kimosabi. What director Walshekhas was throwing down. Vojikhas. Yes. But it trampled my metaphor literacy with the sheer strength of its beauty and tonal mastery. Nice. I can't claim to understand what every beat meant, and neither can I, Bill. But I know that this was the work of a maestro, someone who understands the media like few other directors. I agree. 
Yeah. Thanks for casually dropping hints over the past few years that we should consider it a supplemental text for the podcast. Otherwise, I wouldn't have given it a shot. Thank you, Bill. That's awesome. Uh, also, friend of the show and friend in real life, that's one of them too many Gant's favorite movies. I think it was it was it was an episode with you and him, Hume, and a different episode with Chris Funderburg mm-hmm. of the Pink Smoke podcast mm-hmm. and website and magazine. Mm-hmm. Y'all talked about it like, and then even though it wasn't part of our understanding, it was you had seen it, but I hadn't. It became like one of those films that's part of our story. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm sure there are other movies like that, but... It was great. Like, years ago, they did a retrospect, a Wojciechowski retrospect. I used to... Uh, prior, my old job, I had a, uh, a Polish co-worker, and somehow she discovered I like Polish movies, and then I was like, yeah, I saw this movie it's by this director named Wojciechowski, and then she, like, smirked and snickered, and she's like, Wojciechowski. And I was like, oh, you know his movie? She's like, no, but that's just how you would pronounce that name. I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> also, how is it today you you post a version of a joke I made, and it's like our best... Oh, movie I was going to tell you. Like, yeah, yeah, ever. Any episode we post, nope. any thought about a movie. No. Nope. Yeah. What the fuck, Dad? Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Marcus sent me that. And my response was was not as smart, but it was basically no. Like, it's just is that it was almost like, word for word. It was what like you said. Scorsese to all the Marvel directors. Yeah, and um, just because I find all this shit hilarious, yeah. and I'm sure Martin Scorsese does too. Because let me tell you something, hot sauce. More people are gonna go back and watch Martin Scorsese movies. Then Martin Scorsese type fans are going to go Very watch true. Marvel movies. So and the lovely thing, and also let's also this is obviously promotion for the Irishman as well, <coughs> to to some extent. Stop coughing into and the also bike. and also, it's, it's what I love too is some of these. There's genuinely people who shit on Martin Scorsese, and I love the fact that they're going to go watch some of. It. Not every Martin Scorsese movie is good, but a lot of them are. And they can't deny like some like you can't deny some of these movies, and there's and they're going to like them. But they're not going to admit it, which makes it, which, which is, I find that funny. What do you mean? Like, they're going to watch, like, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, or even Goodfellas, if you watch Goodfellas with a certain lens, Casino, whatever, and they'll be like, oh, just like I thought, it's a stupid movie. Um, even though in reality, they're going to be like, oh, shit, this is good. I also want someone... If you like that, The Joker, and you don't like Taxi Driver, I, you don't like The Joker. I, I, I agree with you, but there's people who just don't get it. I want someone, if there's one article of writing that I'd like someone to address in long form is the fact that some of these people don't even realize that their generalization of Martin Scorsese and mob movies is low-key bigoted just because they have these like Italian-American names associated with them so they go oh mob gangster movies and it's kind of like no fun fact too Robert De Niro has only played one and a half Italian people in any of his movies. If you remember, he's only yeah, half he's, Italian he's, in Goodfellas. He's half Irish, half Italian in Goodfellas. He's Jewish, Jewish in Casino. Jewish in Casino. He's just... They don't even get to... He's... I don't know what he's Rupert, a taxi driver. Rupert, Rupert Pupkin, Pupkin is not... He a, could be Italian. Not, that's not an Italian... Pupkin is not an Italian. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. The last name. Duh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, people, people do whatever they want to do. And also, most of Martin Scorsese movies are not about the mob. I agree. I love to people are just like, oh, people really tweet 
loudly and arrogantly. Oh, look, another Al Pacino Martin Scorsese movie. They've never made a movie together. They didn't make a movie you dumb until, fuck. Until now. Yeah, but anyway. And I haven't even Which seen is another thing. I Taxi Driver is one of my favorite movies, but Martin Scorsese is not one of my favorite directors, and I'm out here like defending him just because sheer stupidity I just can't let things go, so I have to like. It's like I'm going to bat for someone who great filmmaker, but he's not. I'm not even that invested. Yeah, not, in I, it. like I, even in our first episode of Zebras, we were like, "Yo, we probably won't even talk about Mars." Exactly, that exactly, much, exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't require like. There are so many other people that like our our buddy Cotto who Absolutely. can really unpack that shit. Absolutely. Or uh, James Hancock, like those yeah. guys are really good at unpacking that sort of stuff. Absolutely. From a lens that that people find more accessible, and or even Hado was on the show. I, I'm only interested in the stuff that people are unpacking less. Yeah. So those are the movies that probably Joker fans are never going to watch, anyways. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk about um, Parasite. Yeah, let's do it. Which, uh, yeah, I was. I wanted to get into this because I actually watched this movie. Months ago, thought it was cool, which is a weird description. But then I watched it again this weekend. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like this movie even more. So. Well, that's funny because when I first texted you, when I, when I saw it over the weekend mm-hmm. on Friday, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a good movie. I don't think it's as good as people are saying it is. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Which was yesterday, and I was like, "This is a this is a very good movie." Sure, it's I'm 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 still not sure if it's like, um, the, the movie like I'm still deciding whether I like it as much as other people are saying they like it. Mm. But I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you, for the people that haven't heard about this movie, there will be spoilers, but a small. A small synopsis, because yeah. a, a, a criticism we've gotten before, sometimes we won't actually explain what a movie's about, and we'll sure. just like, talk around it. Sure. Um, so it's a film by the director Bong Chong, Chong Bong-hoon? Well, yeah, I guess if you say it that, I guess to Americans it's Bong first, and then... Oh, okay. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. Um, whose who's most recent movies that, that people... Might know are are Okja and Snowpiercer, but he did movies before that. Believe it or not. Yeah, definitely. He he did Thirst, right? I think so. I don't know. Because uh, he always uses that guy to make that actor. Yeah. He's in Parasite, and so he's not in Okja. A family cons their way into a rich family's house, and multiple layers unfold. Sure. Which real quick, I've been meaning to tweet this out, but it's like. This isn't exactly, but there's some heavy similarities. I feel like if you like, even the outcome, kind of, uh, if you like Parasite, check out Bruno Dumont's Slack Bay, because those movies are our first cousins. Uh, I mean, that is, that's, that's, that's a reach. No, a poor family getting in with a rich family and then layers and and then things happen things happen but like deaths and murders yes of the rich so, which is kind of the right, general thing and also, like but also like there's like that weird cannibalism and there's yeah it's a, those are but, very different movies but that's why i said but but a lot of people bong Chun are saying 
a lot of folk, yeah, Bong Joon, or a lot of saying like uh, a tagline for or after seeing Parasite is "Eat the rich," which is um, what Slack Bay is about. It's about poor people eating the rich. Yes, it's very. But that's very, again, I said they're they're cousins. They're not like, oh my god, they're identical. <clears throat> Barking dogs never bite. Memories of murder. The host. Yeah, memories of murder. Oh, memories of murder. Oh. The host, mother, yeah. Snowpiercer, Okia, Parasite. Okay. So he didn't thirst. do thirst. Mother. Oh yeah, that almost made my decade list. But mother, sure. not not the Darren Aronofsky. De- mother, definitely not. And not the um, Albert Brooks. Right. Mother. No, um, Park Chan Wook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 Did right. old did boy and all that stuff. Film. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Um, of Stoker and uh, yeah. Han- Handmaid's Tale thing. Yes. That's amongst, a good movie. I I like Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, even I do though, too. Even though it's probably problematic, but <laughs> so interesting. So Parasite by a couple people. Have been like, oh, this is the move. This is like us, but, but better. That was a great, yeah. Uh, it it's not big just Fonte. Um, I thought oh, it was Fonte. Fonte, Fonte. It's not yeah. just Fonte who just who's about to drop a new uh, little brother album with Big Poo. Another, yeah. Brother? Oh, good. That one they did a couple months ago was pretty good. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. Oh. You just I sometimes me. I sometimes read old magazines. I I thought it, I thought they if they just put out their first album in nine years. Yeah. And if yeah. that so then it was that. Yeah, it's funny that album and the second Makami DJ Muggs album both came out when I was in the hospital uh, a few months ago. So that those were, I downloaded them when I could move my arms and hands. Uh, I don't, those are the first two albums I downloaded, and I listened to those a lot when I was like recovering. So even like I was listening to Escape from Planet A this morning, and they they also compared them as well. But okay. then I stopped listening because I didn't want to be like I didn't want to influence because yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna talk about this movie. Sure. Because it's about it's about like these this sort of like infiltration of culture but even if you infiltrate you still never get to be part of what you become yeah like this there's this there's this very um it's just a very interesting not overtly political but people will get political leanings about it as a commentary about class interactions and you know it's a like even down to, <clears throat> sorry, even down to like the levels of just like, you got people in the basement, you got people above them, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. It's well, as simple so, as that. Because it's about, so there's this, fa- the, the family that we follow is a family that's poor, they live in a poor neighborhood, and they figure out a way to slowly take over the duties of this rich family's house. Yeah. So they start... They start as the the, the young the young man a, becomes a, a tu- come, becomes English a tutor, tutor. Yeah. who also seduces one of the daughter. His sister becomes an art teacher for a kid who was stunted due to uh, a happening that you find out about later. Um, they she plants some stuff in the driver in to to get the driver fired. So the father becomes the driver. And then they they make it seem that that the maid housekeeper 
has tuberculosis to get her fired. They really slowly intercept and they think everything's going scot-free when another thing happens. Yes. But there's this thing about these shadow worlds of like when being like being adjacent to success but knowing that you'll never actually get mm-hmm. the success mm-hmm. like there's this sure. understanding sort of when the driver talks to the patriarch of the family and the patriarch just like lets him know like i like people just i like these people to be a little close to me but they'll never they'll never be you yeah. you know it's like that sort of like downton abbey and or like you know like slaves or yeah. servants um sure. where you're you might be you might be in these nice places, but you're not really part of these nice places. Yeah. And also how blind and unaware privileged rich people might be. Because because when the the poor family starts really thinking they're about to really get this shit popping, they realize that 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 the cleaning lady has kept her husband in the basement for yeah. years <coughs> feeding him and stuff because he was going to get killed by loan sharks. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. You're like, wait, what? So then there's, like, levels. There are, like, little layers yeah. and levels. And and then you find out that, that, this, that the son thought he saw a ghost coming from the basement once, which was this man. Right. And so he's been fucked up ever since. And all of this ends in like a in in a really intense last scene. Yes. So, well, not last scene, but a but climax. A finale, climax. Finale. Yes. Where, where I just thought, you know, it was like as a con film, it was delicious. It was like multi layered. Yeah. It was had a good mystery. It was funny. It was heartbreaking. It was ruthless. There's a scene where. The, the poor family's house floods. Oh, and, that 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 tugged at the heartstrings. And they don't and they don't they didn't do it cheap. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because they didn't need to. Yeah, well, maybe to. with some people they don't need to. But no, whatever. but like that, that there, scene worked. Like there was literally like overflowing shit. Like you yeah. saw like yeah, how yeah, yeah. how it really how be. it really yeah. goes down. And it and some someone it could have been him to me. It could have been Carlo. That said that it that it was like. This was their preferred version of shoplifters. Wow, there, there's obviously yeah, there's clearly some parallels there. Yeah, I think they're very different movies, but they they go for different vibes. But there are like rain scenes and like scenes of poverty in places that you don't. I don't know about the poverty of Korea, yeah, uh, or of Japan because it's not shown that much in in America. Well, I was just getting ready to say exactly this. Or even the films that like even American cinephiles know, all the classic Japanese stuff, Taiwanese stuff, Chinese stuff, even the uh, Korea, not the new Korean stuff making a point to show, hey, there's poor people here. Yeah. But even all the classic Kurosawa Ozu stuff, you would see the poor towns, but then sometimes, and I'm not criticizing these filmmakers, but it would just kind of be like, yeah, well, that's this part, but that's this isn't part of the story. Whereas like, no, so now like a Coriata... Or uh, Bang Ju Hong would be like, no, let whoa, 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 stop, go back. Let's make a movie about these people we just kind of passed by. and that's. But the thing about Bong is that he has a very delicate take on the working class. It mm. shows a well, it shows well even when the movies lack something. Like, mm-hmm. like Snowpiercer and Nokia were messy films. Yeah. I enjoyed them, but they were messy. Mm. But their portrayal of the working class 
Well, in Snowpiercer, you were sympathetic, though it was definitely a little over the top. Yeah. I haven't watched the TV show yet. Very on the nose. Wait, there's a TV show? Yeah. Damn, I'm out of, I'm out of the loop. I didn't know. I that. mean, you're not gonna watch it. Devin Diggs is on it. Oh, fair enough. Let's let's also be clear. Not a big fan of his, but I'm also not him to me. I don't want to put a hit out on him. But I am not a fan of his. Let's be clear. I'm Tommy doesn't want to put a hit out on Devine Diggs. He just I don't know that. I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, I'm kidding. Jesus. He we we're just all dubious of of his artistry. He's very pretentious. I just me. the blind side was Yeah. Blind spot. Blind fuck. Spot. Whatever. They both those movies suck, so whatever. True. Um but I liked like Okcho was messy, but I enjoyed it, and I liked the class commentary, yeah. and I thought like at least they like landed well. So I know that he's thinking about these sort of dynamics, yeah. And you know, there's, there's to take it back to like the climax scene, you know, they accidentally, the poor family accidentally kills the housekeeper, the housekeeper's husband attacks. Attacks some people and they're at a party. Yeah. And the the father is sort of the the poor father sort of loses it when he sees that the 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 father of the, the rich family the father of the rich he's family trying to escape he goes for the keys the yeah. the 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 widowed husband has been stabbed and attacked and he's just kind of lying. I don't think he's fully dead yet, but he's lying on top of the car keys and the rich father, instead of help, what, I mean, whatever. I don't know what he could have done, but still, you reach for some keys underneath a dead person. Like, you're more concerned. Like, it's almost like the dead guy wasn't even there. He's just like, I gotta get yeah, to these keys that, and get out of here. And then... And he's like, oh, shit. And that just... And that, no, that's not, that's not just it. Because then also, the whole time, the, the rich guy was has been saying that there's a smell of poor people that bugs him. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. And then he right. looks at the father and makes this like physiological yeah. response and then and then it's and then he gets and then he gets stabbed yeah. with a, with a with a barbecue skewer. Yes. And then there's jail and there's a bunch of stuff, but it's just a very interesting movie. Yeah. And I understand like I try not to be taken over the edge in my life. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I do understand how, like, it, it's those little things. Sure. It's it's just, like, one second, you're just, like, trying to be okay, and then someone does something, and then you're like, they can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop, you know? Right. It's funny. I had it in the... It's not as dramatic, but I had a similar instance where years ago at, at an old design Did job... Did you not hear about that shit that happened this week yeah, with, with no, the Kids I, Bop? Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just the we were, the the thing before reminded me of in my old job. It's it, there's some racial dynamics, everything, but like my my industry, it's mostly white people. And I forgot the player's name, but years ago he he was he was on the Jets, I believe. He was a wide receiver, and he tried to commit suicide. Um, and then I overheard my coworkers. It, it was this black wide receiver, this black athlete tried to commit suicide, and then all my white younger white coworkers. The news got out, and they're just like, did you hear uh, so-and-so tried to kill himself? And then, immediately after, they were all like, fuck, this is going to ruin my fantasy football. I'm so fucking pissed. And I was just like, 
oh, now I, I like I could have stabbed those guys just like our boy did it. Right. Yeah. I'm not making this up. That literally happened. They all just kind of stood up from their cubicles. Like, did you just hear? And I thought they were going to show empathy, and then they were all simultaneously, "Fuck, our fantasy teams are going to be totally screwed." And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I see yeah. how it is. Yeah. No, I could see why. I could see the desire to to break out some cutlery. Yeah. And I'm glad you didn't do that. No. no, no. <clears throat> the kitchen was too far away. I'm glad the kitchen. I'm glad the kitchen was too far away, you know, um, because of that. And do you have any closing thoughts on Parasite? Yeah, I. Uh, this is one of the just because of life stuff. I not like I used to be able to see movies, new movies, multiple times. This is one of the small handful of movies that I've seen more than once this year, and I think that counts for something. Uh, don't want to give anything away, but I'll just be mysterious and hint this. This will come up on my uh, 2019 end of year review where it where it lands. I'm not sure, but uh, but check that out in the next couple of weeks. I still got a couple more things to to see, but definitely this is definitely one of those like super hyped movies that for the most part deserves its hype, and I think it should be seen. Okay. Um, you. I haven't I haven't decided yet. I'm just I'm having struggle with this year. Like, I, like I feel like this is going to be our shortest year no, on no, the list. No, 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 no. We'll see. I mean, at least for me, I mean, I'll I'll take up this. I I have a lot to say about this. I have a top twelve, and I still haven't I seen don't. two key movies. So who which knows? What are those? I need to see Ford versus Ferrari, uh, which I skipped out on on TIFF and Pain and Glory, which I also skipped out on uh, TIFF. But uh, Ford versus Ferrari opens in a few days, and Pain and Glory. I actually might go see Pain and Glory. I might go see that Wednesday. You're if, if you're. you're why are you excited about um, Ford versus Ferrari? Uh, a couple of uh, critics who I appreciate, uh, they saw it a long time ago, and there was like an embargo on it. They couldn't write about it until recently. But why? Because just that's how movies are. Sometimes you just can't okay. write about them. But uh, they, but you are allowed to just like tweet your thoughts. Which what's the fucking difference now nowadays? But they were all like, "Hey, this is a really good movie." So, and I'm not, I'm not, ex- and this is also, I'm not expecting much from it too. I've seen the trailer, so I know it's not like, I don't think this movie's going to blow me away, but I'm still curious to see it. And this is also a movie that many years ago, uh, Michael Mann was attached to, and then that didn't happen, and then there was another, then there was the DeLorean uh, movie, and then that didn't happen, but, so I'm curious to see how this is going to, because it seems like such a Michael Mann right. movie. And I, I'm going, I'm going to see... I am going to see American Dharma. I'm going nice, to see. Nice. I'm going to see. Um, I think. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see Motherless Brooklyn with my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see. I am going to eventually see Jojo Rabbit. I'm cool. going to see. The Lighthouse. When oh, yeah, yeah. when Atlantics comes out, I'll see it. When The Irishman comes out, I'll see it. When The Irishman comes out to Netflix, I mean, because I know it's out already yeah. in theaters. And Atlantics, I think, should be on Netflix soon, soonish. So also. I will see that. I know you love that movie. Love it to death. Um, what else? And if the Malik movie comes out this year, August. Yeah, it comes out. Uh, ten, wow, we're almost we're at the end of the year. It comes out in a few weeks. Um, we see <clears throat> just to kind of before you know that we've we've also seen you and I, although different, we've seen a couple of new releases uh, also. Well, yeah, um, I was gonna. I was gonna talk about. Terminator Dark Fate for a couple yeah. minutes. Why don't you do that after? Let me get these two movies because I don't have much to say about the the new movies that I saw. But I saw Bombshell, 
which is a little interesting. It's about this. It's the sexual harassment film about uh, Megyn Kelly, all the the the, the Fox News women. And it's interesting <clears throat> because what happened? No, especially what they would. What ha- what happened to them? <clears throat> no one should have to go through that. But it's also interesting because they picked people that most folks wouldn't be sympathetic for. I mean, these women, uh, two of them specifically, the character that Nicole, the woman that Nicole Kidman plays and, and that Charlize Theron plays, they're pretty bigoted people. So it, it's that interesting dynamic where it's like, okay, they're bigoted, but what happened to them is still fucked up. And to some degree, it's kind of bigger than them. Um, so, but I didn't think it was anything like amazing. The most people are talking about is Charlize Theron's makeup. And uh, funny, you were speaking about American Dharma, uh, which in the city is playing at Film Forum. I was at Film Forum Friday night to see uh, Matthew Barney's uh, latest film called Redoubt, which um, no, he, he's definitely no, a, he's a sculptor no, first. No, 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 no I, I understand. <laughs> but this is another movie that's on my top 12. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, should we should, so, we, should I, we FaceTime yeah. Carlo to see what he thinks about the new Matthew Barney movie? Yeah, I mean this is definitely in Carlo's wheelhouse. Let, let's see if he answers. What's the name? What's the name of it? What's the movie Redoubt. called? Redoubt by Matthew Barney. Okay, and it's in select theaters now. Let's see if he's here. I was just texting with Carlo earlier today about music stuff. Dude, he does this on purpose. <laughs> You're making this look bad. Well, he tells me times he's available. I'm like, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to tell you. He is on the West Coast. But whatever. This is... <clears throat> All right. All right. You had your window, Carlo. You blew it. Because <laughs> I know you, you told me you were excited about this movie, too. And it was you and Mikhail that really pushed me to see the souvenir. I mean, you're mm-hmm. not chopped liver, Marcus, but... Sure. Um, Redoubt is nothing like the souvenir. Imagine, <clears throat> imagine the I've, most artsiest, artsiest. I've seen Matthew Barney movies before. I just don't. Uh, I saw the one Bjork was in. Did you? Oh, Drawing Restraint Nine. Did 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 you see? Have you seen Hold the Dark? Hold the Dark. I was just gonna say Redoubt is like imagine a much weirder, slower, but better, much better. Uh, Hold the Dark. It's it's about ultimately the movie is about the creative process. Whether you're uh, an artist. Of some kind, or we you're. Want, a, we talked about hold the know, hold the target. Yeah. Is like don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Stop it's not that. a good movie. Stop it. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Um. So. Terminator Dark Fate. Yes. Which is a sequel to Terminator Two, though the sixth Terminator movie. Yeah, they're doing the Halloween thing. This year there were a lot of sequels of long lost movies. That no one asked for. Oh, shit. Not to mention ones people did ask for. Mm-hmm. And me saying that is not like ne- meant to be negative. Or movies that I don't want to see. Like, I, th- I thought about this, and these are, these are the ones I could think of. Mm-hmm. And I'll eventually see all of these, or I have seen. Mm-hmm. Zombieland. Double Tap. Sure. Glass. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Oh, yeah, Termin- sure. Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Rambo Last Blood. Oh shit. Yeah. The Irishman. X hmm? The Irishman. What the hell is that? This is a sequel to, to Goodfellas. <laughs> okay. X-Men. Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Damn that movie. Shaft. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Men, wow. Yeah. Men in Black oh, International. Damn. Yeah. 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 
This is, and that's not like the movies. That's not all the sequels that, like, people were excited about. I'm not talking about like, like, I'm not talking about Avengers or anything. These are like movies that like, like, oh, okay, you're making a sequel to these. Yeah. All right. Right. Um, Terminator Dark Fate. It's frustrating. Okay. Why? Cause like, all right. Remember when action movies had good ass acting? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, sure. no, like you remember, like, you watch not all action movies have good acting. Sure. But you know, sometimes you're like, oh, this acting is really taking this to a nice place. Alan Rickman in Die Hard. Absolutely, Die Hard was a movie I was going to bring up, but yeah. now I won't. So. Cool. I'm sure you had more to say about it than just that. I didn't know how much time I was going to have to talk about Terminator. Oh, all right. Oh, spoilers. I guess. Or Linda Hamilton in the other Terminator I was about to talk about Linda Hamilton. This is the reason why I was bringing it up. Oh, okay. Was to talk about Linda Hamilton. Oh. Well, I just alley-ooped you. Okay, good. Swoosh. Linda Hamilton, like, she sinks her teeth into this role. Mm -hmm. Like, she plays this post-traumatic stress, alcoholic, war-torn version of Sarah Connor. Oh, Carlo would like to FaceTime. I guess. Okay. What's the name of the movie again? Redoubt. Hello? Hello. Carlo. What's up, dude? Hey, man. Oh, great. Are you outside? Are you picking me up? Yeah, we can pick you up. Are, yeah. you, wear, are you wearing clothes, dude? <laughs> it's the same color as my skin. I was going to say, that's racist. <laughs> no, I was just doing a joke. What, uh... <laughs> What what do you think about the movie Redoubt? I have not seen it. It's not coming out here till uh, January. Oh, I want to see it though. Okay, we will call you back when when you have seen Redoubt. Okay, next month. Did sure. you did you like Parasite? Or three months from now. Sorry. What did you think yeah. of Parasite? Oh, I loved it. I actually watched it on my birthday. It was like the perfect birthday movie. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you, too. Oh, yeah. It was recently my birthday. Yeah. How I'm are you? I finally caught you guys. Yeah. We're about to end ending and recording the episode, so there's not much left to say. <laughs> yeah, we're right. just talking Terminator. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed the other calls. It was just, um, I, I don't have my ringer on, so I don't hear my phone unless I happen to be looking at it. Oh, it's all good. It's all good, baby, baby. Yeah, all right. I miss you guys. Yeah, we'll we'll see you. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We'll call you to ask you about Readout. Did I get you that Crime Apple album? Yeah, yeah. The one that, but the one that came out like the other day. Oh no, I haven't listened to that one. No. This weekend, it came out Friday. All right, I'll have to check that out. All right, cool. You don't have to. <clears throat> yes, you do. It's good. <laughs> All right, take it easy, bro. All right, All right. All right thanks a Bye. lot. All right, that was Carlo. That was Carlo from Woman on the Screen. Yes. Um, yeah, so Linda Hamilton was so good as a, like, like you got me all fucked up version of Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, Linda Hamilton, like, really sinks her t- teeth into the role. And what frustrated me, I'll, let me, let me talk my shit for a second. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Collide. Uh, Terminator and Terminator 2 are like gold standards for like three-dimensional sci-fi action movies. Would you? Yeah, of course. Um, 
aliens being one that comes to mind as well. Uh, you know, like it's always been like, oh, who's the be- who's the most badass? You know, female sure. actor yeah. Sarah Connor like or Ripley. Sarah Connor Ripley, and I beg, why it got to be like that? Because yeah. I would, because yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. It's always Terminator, Alien, and and Predator. Right. And then, like, I guess Abyss and, like, Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2, like, Rutger Hauer and Blade Runner is, like, yeah, one sure. of the finest performances in sci-fi. And, sure. um, like, Linda Hamilton, not in, like, a ton of movies, uh, though the, the 90s show Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman was the shit. Or, <clears throat> check out the sci-fi movie with her, Tommy Lee Jones, and what's his name, Bubba, the big dude from the Police Academy movies, Black Moon Rising. It's a really good, weird sci-fi movie about a like a special car. It kind of predates Back to the Future to some degree, but uh, check it out. Pre-Terminator, Linda Hamilton, Black Moon okay. Rising. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie, rather. All right, and you know this. This is the. This was also like the movie where, where um, James Cameron got back in the franchise, and the, and the the guy who directed the first Deadpool. Yeah, so I would so like you were you had me you know, mm-hmm. but you know her performance as Sarah Connor has always been fantastic. But like this version is like a shell shocked, alcoholic thing, um, and Mackenzie Davis was fantastic, Natalia Reyes was fantastic, Gabriel Luna was great, Arnold was Arnold. Mm-hmm. My problem was, like, there was just, like, a little too formulaic. Mm. But there were parts that were really cool that they didn't really focus on enough. So, like, Mackenzie Davis plays, like, a member of the Resistance who's a human but has some cybernetic upgrades. Mm. Like, I want more of that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, like, they gave us a little bit of the future setting but not enough. And Mm -hmm. Arnold's character was really cool. And there was also, like... um, some glaring plot holes and some considerable plot armor. Mm. Um, can I talk about the first scene? Have you heard about the first scene? No. Can I give you spoilers? Yeah, spoilers? I'm not going to see it. It's fine. So, like, Arnold's character... So, the story is is that when Arnold's character in Terminator 2 mm-hmm. wasn't the only Terminator sent back. Okay. So, in, in the... So, what were they doing when they got sent back? They were they were searching they were they were at different timelines. Oh oh okay fine or something I forget. The, there there are some plot problems. Right. And the movie opens with it being like after nineteen ninety seven and Sarah Connor's in Guatemala, and another version of Terminator shows up and kills John Connor. Shit. Yeah, like cold blooded too. It's not. It's like. Wow. And that that Terminator disappears. Mm-hmm. And grows old and grows a conscience, and that's the mm. Terminator that 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger character. He like create he creates a family. He, find, he, 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 he. It's it's a non sexual relationship, but like oh, oh. he adopts someone's um, oh, okay, but like he develops love and a conscience. Sure, and I'm like I want more of that. Right. I want more of this. Like, I want... I just wanted more of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And and that that wasn't there. And the technology was really cool. Mm. And the special effects were all right. But it was just like, all right, why do I care? Mm-hmm. 
you know um you know they there are many and also like who wants to smoke pcp and watch alien nation together sometime uh me fun that I'll, I'll take gummies and watch alien i don't know about pcp, PCP gummies no weed gummies and obviously like there are like good there are sci-fi movies with great acting like both of the both of the solaris's high life interstellar okay. the fly to name a few um th- this is a movie with good acting but it's just like i wanted more mm-hmm. i just and i was sad because it was like i w- it there are these movies that take advantage of your nostalgia need mm-hmm. and i feel like very manipulated by them that's fair that's why I want to see like Jane Silent Bob so bad because it just reminds me of a person I used to be twenty years ago, and I want to revisit parts of that. <clears throat> I agree with that, and specifically that era of Kevin Smith. If we're like from Clerks through Jane Silent Bob, uh, Strike Back, I'm I'm still a fan of those movies for for the, for the most part. Um, so there's always going to be that nostalgia, and Kevin Smith, you know, he's a cool dude, so. I'd like yeah. to see that movie. Me too. Um, and you know, follow us here next time. We'll either be talking about Harriet and Jojo Rabbit, or with it's going to be a long episode. A long episode it's with be a long episode. with a guest you know and love. Yes. Or it'll be a special episode with a guest you know and love. What the fuck, Dad? About a hundred cats disappointed in me In me, two hundred more cats just enjoying the sea me doing me, half of the kids with the lyrics say always a big That shit get old, or they have wanna see me on the boiling beats You don't even know, make us the next thing I know I got shorties to please At least with the flows, I'm not trying to say that y'all ain't important to me Just letting you know, I do what the fuck I want you, I'm gonna just do Unfortunately, I'm finna go, I'm finna go I'm finna blow, how you gon' live with yourself? How you gon' live with yourself? I'm tryna do it myself and live in good health. Y'all think they're proving your wealth, bait, what they say on your belt. Y'all got another thing coming, y'all keep on running and running, your day will be dealt. Cats they be onions, they know that they stink, but yeah, the laying red helps, so rock all your outfits. Y'all be out and man, stop playing yourself before you get played on the stage. Played in the safe when I played it, I'll stay on the shelf, stay on the shelf. Playing the win, you playing yourself. Who over there coaching? Your players need help. Got a hundred cats disappointed in me. Me, two hundred more cats just enjoying the sea. Me doing me, having the kids with the lyrics they always can be. As you get old, other have wanna see me on them boy in the beats. You don't even know. A hundred cats disappointed in me. A hundred, a hundred. Two hundred more cats just enjoying the sea. Me doing me.
seems lightning cast on talking. Get my team right, my dreams right while I'm walking. So it seems like don't wanna leave life without offering. How I see life in the meantime, worry about myself, gotta get my cream right. I lean right, then I lean left to relieve stress. I need sex, so hit my weed man, gave me the green light. I think too much about what the peeps like. They ain't me right. Sit back and let the weed light cherry on the leaf light.